Okay, not only is Bravo not paying for Brock and Sheena's wedding, not paying in any capacity, but when they found out that some of the cast isn't going, they weren't even going to film it, Amanda. Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from bravoandcocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. Hey, cocktailers, it's Amanda. So after a couple of years of working out at home, I decided to join a gym again. Not going to lie, it has not always been really easy to make myself go, especially if I'm sore from a previous workout. But social CBD has really helped me recover and get back to the gym on those sore days. So I love their topical creams and sticks. When I'm feeling sore, I just swipe some on and then the pain is just kind of relieved. It's just gone. So if there is kind of one isolated spot that's bothering me, I will usually reach for the CBD muscle balm stick. If a large area of my body is sore, like my legs from a workout, I will usually grab the CBD muscle cream. Personally, my favorite is the lavender scent. So we have a special offer for cocktailers for all social CBD products, anything for sleep, for stress, or for recovery. If you use our code gossip at socialcbd.com, you can get a buy one, get one free deal on any of their products. That is code gossip, G-O-S-S-I-P at socialcbd.com for a buy one, get one free offer on any of their products not just on their topicals. Enjoy. I'm B. And I'm Amanda. Let's get into it this week. So some fun scoop on Vanderpump Rules this week. I know a lot of us really weren't even sure if it was coming back at one point. We lost some of the kind of stand out characters, well, not characters, people like Stassi and Kristen and Jax. They were all kind of let go from the show. And then I think I told you, like, I didn't even watch the last season because I was like, I, these people just didn't get my attention. But we have talked about this. We know that they're filming. And then I know that you just got some like hot off the presses tea. Hot off the presses. So yes, they're filming. I know that, you know, we announced that over on Bravo and Cocktails underscore, like before they started filming because good connections with the VPR Intel. So I would like to stay on the air for that reason. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So last pod, we mentioned the Sheena and Raquel podcast, right? How Sheena had Raquel on to discuss my post, which I came out and said was not true. And I took down about... Raquel and Schwartz making out at Coachella. It wasn't true. But of course, that doesn't stop a thirsty turtle like Sheena from bringing <laughs> another thirsty, I don't even want to, I don't know, toad like Raquel on to talk about it. So, you know, after, after we spoke about that, I also saw that Lala came out and actually said, and I don't know where, if it, maybe it was on her pod, she said like, Basically, a lot of 
the Vanderpump Rules folks are sick of Sheena exploiting her friends on the podcast. You know, and the viewers will see, like, what I'm hearing from my source is that Sheena is essentially making these breakups and these wannabe hookups and all of this stuff into her own storyline. So when I heard that, I thought, okay, well, who's broken up? Lala and Katie. I mean, Raquel and James too, right? But so she's taking those breakups and she's trying to center the storyline around it. She's trying to pull like a Lisa Rinna. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't look at what's really happening in my life over here. Look over here at what's going on with these people. And I'm going to be the one pointing at it so that I get camera time. And But don't talk about my shit. And like, okay. And yeah, except that Raquel... Maybe she'll allow that to happen because she's a little stunad, but <laughs> Lala and Katie are not gonna, not gonna take that. Okay. Mm-mm. So they're not taking it. We are going to see an alliance with Lala and Katie. From what I'm hearing, a strong alliance. I think Sheena is very much on the outs with them, especially with Katie, which I mean, yes, I'm hearing this from a source, but obviously, Based on just what we know, right? So Sheena's getting married this weekend, Amanda. And you know why I find this hysterical, right? Yeah, I do. It's going to be completely overshadowed because who else is getting married? Benifer. Guys, yes, we were wrong <laughs> about the wedding. But we were right about the location. It is in Georgia. Yeah. But wrong date, wrong location. It's at, it's at Ben's house, which... A lot of people have sent me. Apparently, he bought it when he was with J-Lo, and he just kept it all these years. I think maybe he's tried to sell it. I don't know. In any event, they're having a three-day event there. Now, Sheena's going to Mexico. Did you look at the house? Wait, just really quickly. Did you look at this house where, I mean, I didn't even know. Like, there's an oyster house. I was like, what the heck is an oyster house? And it's, like, essentially this big kind of, like, party barn where, I mean, it's this this place is... It looks like The Notebook. I was just going to say that, which is obviously one of my favorite movies. Reminds me of The Notebook. Totally puts me in like that era even. Like I'm interested to see because we know J-Lo loves to like get into character. I feel like is she going to kind of give us that vibe, right? You kind of have to give us that Southern Belle vibe. Yeah. But this place, I'm like looking at this versus, you know, the other place that we talked about that Ritz in Lake Oconee. Yes. This place, Ben's house, makes a lot more sense to me. I'm like, this looks like the kind of level and I can, you're totally, I'm totally with you. I think she will, they will go with a, you know, like the theme and I'm sure there will be some amazing oysters. Yes. At the, in the oyster house. I would like that. So the only thing. I can't wait to see that. It's like, I, and I saw like some reports of this, like, where are the guests going to stay? Because it's going to be a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. It may be somewhat intimate, but you're talking at least over 100 people. And it's kind of in a, like, deserted area. So what I read, somebody said, was, like, guests, and and again, this could just be fabricated, but guests are kind of pissed. Like, why are you doing it somewhere where the nicest accommodation is far from the reception? But whatever. That's their problem. I hate, I personally hate when people burden the bride and groom with that. It's like, here's your invitation. If it works, see you there. If not, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And I feel all (laughs) brides should do that. I mean, if you don't want to go to Ben and JLo's wedding, (laughs) that because you can't stay at a Ritz-Carlton nearby, like, 
take your helicopter or don't go. I'll, I mean, <laughs> I'm available. I'm available. I can at Jen, any moment, moment's notice, you chop her right into my backyard. Me and my husband will hop on. <laughs> Bags are packed. Bags are pa- I mean, I literally could just grab in my closet. I could just grab a few dresses and bounce. Bathing suit. I'm yes. good. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll be your seat fillers. Anyway, back to... So Sheena. we're all waiting with bated breath for the Benefer. So it's totally going to be yeah. overshadowed. Sheena is getting married. You ready for this? On a Tuesday. <laughs> in mexico now i mean i don't know if it's any cheaper on a tuesday but i just had to laugh that it was a tuesday because you know or did she just move it because benifer is getting married this weekend and she wanted her time in the sun oh this could be this could be or or is there just like a discounted rate i think it's like free guac at the resort if you do it on a tuesday (laughs) but and okay so this is exclusive to cocktails and gossip katie is not going Okay. Hmm. Was she going to go ever or do we know? I believe she was going to go. I think that in the past couple of weeks, a lot of stuff has gone down following. Mm. And it's funny because we spoke about this on the pod. And then my source like contacted me and was like, listen to your pod. You are spot on. Like, and then they shared all of these details, which thank you. You shall remain nameless. So, okay. Not only is Bravo not paying for Brock and Sheena's wedding, not paying in any capacity, But when they found out that some of the cast isn't going, they weren't even going to film it, Amanda. Mm -hmm. So interesting. interesting. So I don't know exactly how this happens because I'm not a producer for the show. But Katie will be in Mexico with Christina Kelly, who another exclusive. Yes, she's back. I know that she was originally on. And when she was presented to us, it was more as a friend of Stasi's. But we know this is a group of friends, right? So she's friends with Katie and, right. the, you know, the other people, too. So she was, from what I'm hearing, kind of like a background, how she always was, like a supporting cast. But since she's involved in so much of what's happening now, we're going to see a lot of her. So her and Katie will be in Mexico. And basically, that is what got Bravo to film. I guess we can expect to see like drama. I don't know. We will keep our eyes peeled, but they were not, pay- they're not paying and they were not even filming it. I wonder if Sheena's going to mention that on her podcast. <laughs> I mean, probably so she can try to get some sponsors for the wedding. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Well, the thing with Katie and Sheena, I don't feel like, this this is totally me just being an outsider looking in. I don't feel like Katie ever liked Sheena. I feel like they had some friendships of convenience at some points, but I don't ever feel like she was like, oh, yeah, I should see what Sheena's doing tomorrow and see if she wants to go grab a glass of wine. Like, don't ever see that really having been a thing yeah we know lala and sheena were friends which i'm hearing Um, that katie and lala have a very strong alliance and lala has spoken out and said sheena exploits her friends so that's donezo you know i do agree with you but like my thing is it's sort of like when you're in a show it sort of like almost becomes extended family right like i can talk to Mm -hmm. my cousin about my other cousin but like if you talk about my cousin even if her and i aren't the closest it's still my cousin and that's kind of how i see vanderpump these 
Katie and Sheena have been filming together since season one, right? Obviously, they didn't start as best of friends. The relationship had ebbs and flows. But this is not Katie's boyfriend, okay? This was her very long-term boyfriend who she was married to for several years. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's levels to things. I don't think Sheena has any respect for any of that. I mean, I also think that she will at all costs avoid talking about the fact. Let's face it. I mean, Brock is still not paid up from reports, right? From what we've heard. I'm sure if he was paid up, Sheena would mention that on her podcast because everybody wants to know. We know last season that he wasn't paid up on child support. So it's like anything to distract. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like like your cousin analogy, I guess I'm just saying like if Katie's looking at her various cousins, she's probably not going to be like, I want to see if this, if, if Sheena wants to go. Like, I just don't feel like they ever had just a, I agree, like part of the same family, but didn't have that close connection. I agree. But does that um, mean that Katie then yeah. hooks her cousin up, like her cousin's ex up with her friend? No. Right. Like, it's weird. Yeah. There's no circumstance where that's normal. The only circumstance where that would be normal is if a good amount of time had passed, which a couple months isn't a good amount. I mean, their house wasn't even sold yet. They had just moved out. And also if the other party had moved on. So like now my cousin is moved on. She's in a very happy, healthy relationship. It's a year or whatever the time is later. And she says to me, like, B, it's fine. Like he's available if Raquel likes him, like, go tell them to go for it like that makes things different but it's very fresh and i'm just gonna go with exploitation on sheena's part (laughs) yeah so did we get any tea since this was something that that this was tea you got not to the website Do we get anything about what's going like raquel where she stands with all this stuff so and i know like you and i spoke about this like the person said that Raquel's a full-blown... This is the word that that was... (laughs) This was a phrase that was used. A full-blown lunatic. So my immediate reaction, right, was like, what do you mean? Like substance abuse, like alcohol? And they're like, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. She just simply cannot handle the drama. She overreacts. She breaks down. Like she just should not be on the show. She can't handle it. I mean, clearly this is whoever's telling me his opinion, right? So, you know, you take it from that point of view, grain of salt. But it made me think, like, as wackadoodle as everyone thinks James is, and he is, he was always her shield. She came on with him. And he is very outspoken. And I think in many ways he was able to step in and to buffer for her, right? So now she doesn't have him to handle stuff that she's not capable of handling. And reality shows are rough. You need to have tough skin. So without him, it's from what I'm hearing, it's like she's unable to cope. But, you know, sorry, girl, you want to be so boldly talking on a podcast that you're hooking up with your quote unquote friend or a minimum, your castmate's Mm -hmm. ex-husband. People in the cast are going to turn on you. You think that Lala is going to stand for that? You think Katie's going to stand for that? I'd be interested to see. I haven't heard where Ariana stands. I'm sure she won't go all the way negative, but she's certainly not going to support Raquel in that. Yeah. You know, the guys are probably staying out of it. But I mean, we do remember Lala and her feelings about the Bambi eyed bitch. So (laughs) I expect Lala and Katie as a team to be fantastic, by the way. 
Well, I do too. And you know, with back to Raquel really quickly, imagine, right, the last couple seasons, she just came on and and did. She played that baby-eyed bitch role. Right. Very well, like very sweet. And I'm here to support James and blah, blah, blah. And now she's like got to stand on her own. So she's probably like, who the fuck am I? Excuse my language. <laughs> who the F am I? Right. Like, what do I do? How How should I react to this? And like, I'm sure it's too much for her because she just doesn't seem to have that strong of a personality. At least it hadn't come through previous. No. And I think that she's also somebody who's very easily influenced. Right. So when Sheena made it sound like yeah. it was a great idea to get some, you know, PR. I don't I don't I don't even believe Raquel ever wanted to hook up with Tom. I'm sure it was just attention and get my name out there. Right. And being the blogs and have people talking. Excuse me. And have people talking. And so then with that comes backlash. And I don't think she's a person or listen, this is what the source says. And I see it. Like I don't think she's a person who can sit there and take that. You know, you have to, Sheena, yeah. for whatever it is. She could take it. I mean, she lets it roll off her back like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think Rochelle is equipped either. OK, so this I this is getting me interested, by the way, in watching the show again. So I'll be pretty interested to see what happens. But then we got this email about we we believe VPR. So I'm going to read it. It says it's from Lisa Vanderpump. Subject, final season. The show with the goodbye Kyle's wife is being considered for the chopping block. Last season did poorly and didn't set well with fans and production greatly noticed. They are currently filming, but this may be its last season. So I got that prior to the information from the source. And I, you know, and like I think a lot of viewers I wasn't sure it was going to come back. I was somewhat surprised when I got the, you know, intel that they were filming. I was almost hesitant to post it because it was before it was announced, right? And I did, of course, post it because I just can't help myself. And it ended up being true. I do think they have to bring it. And I think from what I'm hearing, I think they're bringing it. I think they're bringing it. I'm going to watch yeah, well, based on all this, I am definitely going to tune back in because I, I really like the idea, actually, of Lala and Katie being this kind of team together because Lala, both of them have quite sharp tongues yes. and which just makes it interesting and a lot more interesting than boring. And, and I'm sweet. interested to see where Ariana falls in because we know she has a bond with Sheena, but she's not necessarily like close to Sheena on a day to day basis. We know that she is close to Katie. That has always been complicated because Katie doesn't get along with Sandoval. So I think that Ariana has always been able to decart, like compartmentalize. Is that the word? <laughs> like separate those, yeah. you know, those relationships. So, I mean, I'm interested in seeing, I think that the biggest draw for me with Vanderpump Rules is seeing Katie post marriage. And I'm also interested to see Lala. I mean, we saw Lala as a young girl, right? And then she was with Rand and it was secret, but she was always like cuffed, you know, she was always, so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really, and we said this in another pod, like I want to really see them dating. I don't want any setup shit. And I hope that they're listening and, you know, they really give us the real deal. Like I want to see them go on dates and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. And then we got another message about 
some of these same folks. Do you want to read this one? Sure. So this was actually a DM. Hey girl, a friend of mine who works as a stylist in Vegas told me that a certain West Coast housewife wants to return. Now that she's growing a close bond with a current fan favorite. Okay. However, she requested that a few current cast members need to lose their full-time positions. So obviously they're talking about Vanderpump, right? What I can tell you is that a source, when I posted this, immediately reached out to say that Vanderpump has zero interest. She won't return. She won't return. She won't return. But here's how I thought it through, okay? We've received so much info, and I actually just posted about... We've received a lot that Rena and Erica and Diana are not coming back. Right. As much as everyone wants to say Rena's not coming back, Andy loves her. And the thing about her is she'll turn on the Fox Force, whatever. It used to be five, Teddy left. Now it's, she'll throw anybody under the bus. I don't know about Erica, but she might because she's a hustler and she needs that check. So my... So wait, who is Vanderpump becoming close with that is a current favorite? Garcelle. So remember, Garcelle's son, Oliver, works for her restaurant in Vegas. Now... This is where my head went when I got this. I said to myself, Vanderpump would most certainly come on. She would buddy right up to Garcelle and Sutton and she would go for Rena and Erica. No problem. No questions asked. I don't believe that Vanderpump would come back so long as Kyle is there in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Like, forget about the full time thing. I don't think she would share a screen with Kyle. Now, my source says she just wouldn't. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. I don't agree with that. I think if Kyle were to come out at the end of the season and be been like, it's been a great run. I don't need to do the show anymore. Whatever, whatever. And she left. I totally could see Vanderpump coming back. I think she would gladly welcome taking down Rena. Yeah. And we're, we've been hearing that Kyle is, is saying behind the scenes, this is her last season and that she is probably not going to come back. So yep. there could be some there could be some truth to this. And I would love, to, you know, I I actually would love to see a world where LVP comes back and she's on for a couple of years. And then maybe Kyle comes back and the two become front. Like I think there's there's endless possibilities. Life is long. I love, I actually really I love. Vanderpump. She's probably my favorite housewife, as we have discussed. Yes. I actually really generally like Kyle, too. I think Kyle is just she's just not having a great season. I think it throws her having Kathy on the show. And I think we're going to hear some more about that. And I think that is maybe maybe it's just time for her to go take a pause and then come back. So I was talking about this with one of my like you know, one of my people who feeds me intel. And I just, I said to the person, I said, but I don't understand because I know you and I spoke about it on the pod, like why Kyle still does it. Mauricio's business is taken off, blah, blah, blah. And the person said to me, B, she makes a million dollars just to show up. Like, and, but where that gets tricky for me is the sister element. I think that when Kim left, it became more of like an easy ride for her. Right. And now with Kathy being there and yesterday... Oh, so this is fun. Yesterday, Paris. So, you know, they were the last episode that we saw, they were at the disco party, Rena's whatever. Mm-hmm. And Paris cropped out Kyle. And in the picture were Garcelle, Kathy, Sutton, and I think Crystal. And she wrote my faves or whatever, like my favorites. And like clearly in the side of the picture was her aunt Kyle's hair. So like there is family drama there. 
we're going to and we're going to see it at the reunion. And, you know, Kyle does give us a lot. And honestly, even right. I mean, right, wrong, whatever. I like Kyle. I like Mauricio. I generally like them. I don't mm-hmm. love every single thing they do. I mean, but it's a television show. You know, they have to be interesting. But I love Vanderpump. So I don't know. And we're going to talk about this later in the pod. I don't want to spoil it. But there's also another rumored thing that Vanderpump's going to be involved in on Bravo. So maybe my source is right and she never would come back. Maybe it's me holding out hope. I don't know. Yeah, I think let's talk about that dinner. And (laughs) there is this obviously divide happening, right? With Garcelle and Sutton to Kathy, for sure. Crystal, and then the the rest of the girls. So Kyle is totally spinning, was totally spinning it. And she got called out on it. Right. 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 During the show. Yeah. Rinna, I mean, Rinna was, she was in full soap opera form. It was bizarre. At that dinner It was party. so bizarre. Listen. Those, the, those poor charity people. Oh, my God. And then, and then <laughs> when they're like homeless and toothless, and I worked with the homeless oh and God. the toothless, I was just, I have to say, and I know... You're you're the marketer. Is that the worst name for a charity ever? Oh my gosh. So it's so funny because I texted you earlier this week and I was <laughs> like, we have got to talk about this homeless but not toothless. I got it right. I'm really proud of myself. Because it is the worst name, the worst name. And I'm like, I what I wanted originally to say is like, okay, like I'm gonna volunteer my my help for this charity because that is one of the other things that I help do is branding, right? Right. Until you sent me that other text about the charity. Okay, so in regards to that, so we got a text that the charity has a failing score on one of those things, right? And a charity navigator. A charity navigator. But Amanda, I have to tell you that after that, a lot of people who work for nonprofits sent me information that Basically, it's not a bad charity. I don't want to go into all the different messages and all the details, but they said they did fine on the other scoring. Their guess would be that they don't have paid staff, so they don't prioritize those things. And that the good charity navigator rating is kind of odd. And there's another one that rates them better. I have to say, I was away when this episode aired and I was seeing memes with the homeless and toothless. And I was like, oh God, what are these people like? My initial reaction was to be like, why are people making fun of homeless people like and their teeth like yeah. this is so like inappropriate <laughs> and so then when i caught right. up on the episode i was just like what what we're in the middle of summer now and thank goodness for freedom natural deodorant it's keeping me from being stinky at the pool my kids sports and at parties all the fun things that we do in the summer. I'm still a little shocked at how well Freedom Natural Deodorant works for me. The founder created it after she tried other natural deodorants that just didn't work. My favorite scent is the bergamot mint, but they also make it in lavender citrus, frankincense peach, and unscented. They have natural antibacterial wipes and shower sprays too. Freedom products are aluminum-free, cruelty-free, chemical-free, vegan, and like I said, they really work. 
You can buy them at freedomdeodorant.com. And we got a special discount for our cocktailers. Use code GOSSIP for 20% off. So go to freedomdeodorant.com and use code GOSSIP for 20% off your purchase. Find your freedom today. Yeah, so I don't think the charity is as shady as – so when I sent you that text, I thought it was. I got a lot of follow-up. So I don't think it's as shady, but, I, you know, who knows? Let's then – let's give them, for goodness sakes, like, let's let's clean up on a few fronts and let's, let's rebrand. Right. Let's use all this attention for good and actually get people back to focus on the charity, which I think is great. You know, getting your teeth clean or getting dental work is not something that if you don't have money for a house, you can probably afford. And so the cause I think is, is great. Let's But just off the bat, I have to say (laughs) homeless, not toothless. So like my brain immediately goes to like, you know, by the grace of God, I've never been in the position to be homeless or toothless. But if I was homeless, I think that would take a roof over my head would take priority to teeth. I mean, but if you can't, if you're in bad pain. And, right, right, right. No. That's all true. But anyway, getting back to the know. dinner. I just <laughs> Back to back to the dinner. Garcelle. Garcelle's the best. I mean, to me, she elevates the entire cast. I think that Renna and Kyle are super jealous because Garcelle is the best actress the show's ever had. Sutton can be very sloppy. We know that. But she's not wrong in what she says. Dropping the bomb about being contacted, Amanda, to be a witness for one of Erica's lawsuits. I was like, you know, there are scenes where it almost seems like Sutton's backing down to Erica. And when she did that, I was like, she gives zero Fs. She very easily, when they sort of were getting along, obviously they weren't formally like back to being friends, she could have called her and been like, I just want you to know my attorney is dealing with this, but I received a letter and she didn't. So like, I don't, in this situation, I'm not saying Sutton was wrong. Okay. Because Erica has been disgusting to her and she called her a liability when all this is happening. But I will say, I can't say anybody would blame Erica for her reaction in that moment. I mean, in front of everybody. But I have been dying to talk to you about this because, and I can't believe that nobody else, at least not on like the internet, seems to be talking about this. Why this moment? Is it because Sutton had just finally had enough? And then I am also fascinated. I was like, wait, would Sutton be the only one? Why would she be the only one? Because she is by no means the closest to Erica. Did the other women get the same kind of letter and no one else is talking about it? I don't know. So they showed the clip at the reunion. I think, okay, so we don't know the answer to that. They may have. No. So back to your your question was why this moment? I think this moment was because she was called a liability when she tried to approach Erica with it because this was like the second time they spoke about it. Erica was like very nasty to her again and like dismissive of her. And said, don't even bother calling me and all that kind of stuff. And I think that everybody was assembled. And there are scenes where it's like just a couple people on the couch. I think that Sutton wanted to drop that in front of everybody because you know what? Doree questioned it. Kyle, in other words, to say, hey, I got a letter and I had to hire my attorney and I'm a wealthy woman who can handle that. And I'm not scared about it, but you guys are very closely associated with her. And this could be coming to you next because you can't tell me those other women weren't like, oh, snap, am I going to be called? There's no way they haven't been called. There's, I mean, because like I said, she's the of 
that entire table besides Crystal and Kathy and Garcelle. I mean, those they are the least close right. to the Fox Force 5 is way closer and has, you know, I mean, Kyle has flown on Erica's right. jet to Greece. Remember when she went with her to Greece? Of course, Kyle's got And let's not forget about so, the rumors. And we don't we don't know if these are true, but let's not forget about yes, the rumors this is us guessing, that Rena's some of her companies were funded, were donated, you know, by, you know, Erica's funds. So and of course, we all go back to the fact that that could absolutely be why. They're so tight. But anyway, pushing that aside. Well, and sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, though, too, guys, like, so then no wonder, like, do, I mean, Sutton, because I, I love Sutton, actually, but she just really dug her grave because yes. <laughs> with these women. And then maybe that's what this is really a lot of this all has been about is because now Sutton, by coming out and saying this, smart people like you and me are going to be like, wait, if Sutton got one, then the other women got one and they don't want to talk about it. And now Sutton has pretty much told everybody that this is going and, on. And, and so earlier in the episode, she said to Kyle, why am I the only person talking about this? And now yeah. when we see that scene, it goes, she was talking about the legal thing. I mean, if you're a person with a brain in your head, you connect those dots. And Kyle like shut down that conversation. I also would right. like to point out that they are essentially, Erica and Rena are bullying more blatantly, and to some degree, Kyle, are bullying Garcelle into not being friends with Sutton. I mean, they're saying to her, she's a liability. It's almost like they're saying, if right. you drop her, we'll be nice to you. I mean, they've basically yeah. said that. I mean, but they must not get Garcelle because Garcelle is not going to be bullied by them. You know, <laughs> she's not she's not going to drop her friend. And just breaking the fourth wall, which obviously they can't say, Garcelle is in no risk of losing her seat on that couch in that show. She is at no risk. She is Sutton is not a liability to her. She doesn't mind going toe to toe to them in scene. She's not going to not be asked back because of it. No, no. So, and I think I think Sutton finally was like, I can imagine there's probably been, you know, other conversations that are just not happening on camera. That Sutton is like, why is nobody else talking about this? Why is nobody else talking about this? Which is maybe why Rina has just kept going after her and after her and after her, even though like. She's forgiven her multiple times. Right. So that this is all I'm like reading between the lines. I'm like, this is what this is really about. And this, I think, is what this draw. It's not about the Oscar table. It's not about the sauce. <laughs> it's about this lawsuit and the fact that Sutton is like, why are we protecting this person? Why are we hiding this instead of talking about it? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, and then today, I don't even know if you saw this yet because I just posted about it. Huge shout out to my friend Larry over at Bravo by Gaze. Oh, I love his account. Guys, give him a follow, Bravo by Gaze. He's awesome. Amanda, one of these days, I already told him, I'm like, you're coming on, you're shooting the shit with us. It would be hysterical. And he's always up. He always posts stuff. He just posted that the prominent retired justice, Trisha Bigelow, who had an affair with Tom, they say from 2012 to 2016. If you remember... And this is going back, but this is when Erica said she was divorcing Tom and she posted pictures from the flip phone and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but this woman, and I remember at the time we all thought she was like fabricating this, but no, he really, he had an affair with this woman. She said she had no idea that he was involved in stolen money, which I mean, he was a successful attorney. Why would she think that? So now she has returned any monies that were attached to his victims. Erica, I think you should take note of that. 
The mm, funny thing is, I, somebody asked because apparently he paid for her breast implants. <laughs> and somebody was like, are you going to return your breast implants? And her attorney like made a statement like, we do not comment on cosmetic procedures. But my, I might understand if she's returning all monies, my understanding would be that she would whatever the implants cost, I guess maybe she just gave back to them. And we're like, I don't want anything from you. I didn't know this may be attached to victims of your illegal practices. And here's everything I've ever got from you. And I'm done. Well, I, aren't you supposed to get, I don't have them, but aren't you supposed to get implants done every 10 years anyway? That's what I hear. I don't have them either. But, well, 2012. Maybe, maybe what's his name can put them in the, the museum. Somebody wrote that, um, Amanda. I saw someone post a meme about that. Yes. I forget who, but some, maybe it was Larry. Somebody, oh. somebody wrote that. Uh, I love him. I just, you know, on this topic, though, like, and I think you just said that, like, Erica should probably be paying attention. This is what is so insane to me is that I think Erica had this opportunity to get the world on her side and be like, look, I am doing everything I possibly can to cooperate. I am going to give as much of the money, you know, that is found to be stolen. I am going to give it back. Anything that is even at in question, let's put it in escrow. Right. You know, let's put the earrings in escrow. Let's do all of this. Like I can just imagine she had this opportunity to get everybody on her side and be like, she was also a victim in this and she has not. And then, you know, she could have made more endorsements. She could have made more yes. money. She could have. It just, it's crazy to me that she didn't do that. And it really just makes me question why she didn't do it you know it, it maybe maybe she knew more than than and that that's why she couldn't do yeah, that you know i will not ever understand her train of thought i will say that it seems to me she still very much has a loyalty to tom and i'm not i'm not even saying that and i know we spoke about this and i don't want to rehash stuff from old ponds i'm not even saying it's that she knew she just has this loyalty to him blindly Unless mm -hmm. it's not blind. And then that that leads into a whole. But, right. you know, as things stand, she has no criminal charges. So these bad decisions, who's advising her? Remember when know. Sutton offered up her forensic attorney and offered up all the stuff and was like, I went through a very tricky divorce. Why not take her yeah. up? You know, there's so many things. So many things. Or she could have at least just given it a face job and be like, yeah, yeah, on camera. Yeah, Sutton. Please send me the the guy's info. Right. And she didn't. Right. No. Like she could have done that and then never followed right. up. But she's just gone so the opposite way. Belligerently. It's been. I don't know. Let's let's talk about Southern Charm, which we are loving. I'm actually I'm loving it. I don't love all of it, but I'm loving certain pieces of it. We got an email about it, though. That the network isn't super loving it and not feeling like I guess the fans are are enjoying it. So I want to know what you're thinking. I like Southern Charm. I've always liked Southern Charm. I'm really enjoying Paige and Craig. I like seeing their relationship. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big Paige fan. I think together they're great. Naomi hooking up with Whitney, which again, cocktailers, you guys knew about this because we said this months. I mean, we said this a long time ago. January. A I was looking back at the post. It was in January. Yep. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, right. That's not going to be true. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I found that odd. And we spoke about why we found it odd. I also hear it wasn't a one-time thing. Like, they were hooking up a little bit. 
Leva, Leva isn't giving much. You know, she has her own show coming out. It's going to be called Southern Hospitality. It's a Vanderpump Rules type of thing. I don't see her as a strong anchor. We hear that we hear that she's a big fight at the end of the season with a bunch of the cast. What I'm hearing is that the cast was sick of her, like pushing her own show. She was like very much during mm. the filming of Southern Charm, all about her own show. I also hear she got cut out of a lot of scenes because she really wasn't making a favorable showing and production and Bravo are like, oh shit, this is our anchor for, <laughs> for our spinoff. Like, yeah. you know, and I have to say, and I think, I think everybody suffered from this in COVID, right? So many businesses, so many people made like these decisions they may not have made in quote unquote normal times. And I think picking her to do a spinoff was one of those decisions, do I think people will tune in? I'll tune in. I think that there's always interest in a hot, young cast like Vanderpump Rules. I just don't know if they needed her. And I wonder in how big of a capacity she's actually going to be shown. Well, and think about Vanderpump, too, right? Though you, I don't even feel like you saw Lisa every episode. Or Once she did, was off was Beverly pretty... Hills, you saw her more. <laughs> Yeah, but with, like, I can actually see a show, because I agree with you. I don't think, while Leva has had maybe one of the best glow-ups of anybody, yes. she is looking fantastic. Her, like, hair up with the curtain bang. Beautiful. Together, that look was so cute. I mean, she's been, her fashion has been on point. She is looking amazing. But I don't think, I don't, I agree. I don't think she can, she can quite anchor the show, but I definitely think like people in nightlife and a show about the nightlife in Charleston, which has just been growing and growing. I think that, I mean, I'm definitely going to show, like check out that show and her kind of coming in maybe and mediating or being here and there, I think would be would be a show that I would be interested in checking out. So, yeah, and I, I think that, and this is just, you know, my opinion based on being like a Bravo expert. <laughs> I think how she plays it at the reunion is going to like seal the deal for her. I think that, you know, going up against a bunch of OGs when you have a spinoff coming out isn't a good look. I think you go there, you eat a little crow, you make amends, every, make everything copacetic, whatever that looks like. And I don't know all the details about the fallout. And I'm not saying that she's completely to blame. Don't mistake me. I just feel right. like a lot of the other cast members she's fighting with have a more established fan base over the years. She is more of a newbie. So I think if she plays the reunion in a way where she leaves things on like good terms and everything civil, I think it would be a better look for her. You know, everyone likes to see young, hot people. So people are going to tune in. But if she wants to be like a center of that. And I like her and I like, I like her family. I like her son. We don't get to see that much of her husband. I think he's not that interested in the cameras. You know, he's a businessman. They run these restaurants. I mm -hmm. get it. However, she's not like a dynamic personality, at least not on television. I'm not saying, you know what I mean? Like she's a businesswoman and she's smart and she makes good decisions. Doesn't mean I want to tune in and watch her. No. And so what do we think about some of the other the other folks, the other girls in the so show. So I like Vanita. I, I think what I like about Vanita is us getting a glimpse into the influencer world. I think it's current. I think so many people, myself included, are very curious about what this sort of lifestyle entails. I think we're going to see more shows that highlight this and 
So I like her. I think she's good. Catherine, you know, Catherine to me has should have been gone a long time ago. It's not that I'm not sympathetic to her. I think that she's an, a victim in many ways. She's just not entertaining to watch. There are young children involved. She's clearly still in a space where she doesn't have it together. I understand she needs to check. I just don't want to see her on my television. I'm sorry. It's just how I feel. It's not even that I dislike her. It just, it makes me uncomfortable. She doesn't have like, a, I know she had Danny in the previously, but she's never had like a really just genuine friendship. And it just feels like almost everybody that's like close to her, then she like just stings at them. And right? even and on Watch like, What Happens Live when I watched her, first of all, she seemed a little off. Everyone was like, oh, great. You did great. I didn't think she did great. But like she said, like she doesn't talk to this one. She doesn't, she doesn't, she, like, she's burned so yeah. many. She's still friends with the guys, but that's not like, fr- that's not like, that's A for TV and B because mm-hmm. they feel for her. You know, they have sympathy right. for her. They want what's best for her. Doesn't mean she needs to be on our television screen. And I don't know. I don't know if you're going to agree with me on this one, but I'm not feeling Olivia. I think she's brash. I think she's entitled. I'm not into her. The showcasing of the parents. <laughs> <laughs> so we we got that email alleging that her mom wants to be the new Miss Patricia, which does not surprise me. It's so strange to me that these parents are on the show so much. If I were in my 20s, she's 30, I, I think. would oh my god even worse i think i think i could be wrong whatever late 20s early 30s i don't know i didn't live with my parents after college so like i wouldn't want to be showing that and it's just it's it's strange it's very strange to me i kind of i like that olivia has stood her ground i liked the conversation with her and vanita when they got coffee and they kind of talked everything through i was like that i really that I really liked. I just, I, I think her, the parent thing is just very, very, we've seen a little bit of Caleb's mom. We've seen right. peppered in, in. peppered in. I like that little touches, pepper it in. That's nice. But, but not every show. Right. That's such a prominent it's role. Strange. It's strange. I just, some of the choices that she has made about how she is being perceived yeah. with, you know, and like letting her family to, I just think, I just think it's, off to me and and, you know i chose not to post there there were rumors about her brother i chose not to post it and cocktailers know he isn't on the show i'm not posting about it but it does beg the question since the rest of the family is so inclined to hop in front of the camera (laughs) you know i'm just saying i'm not going there but yeah they don't even make it sound like she has a sibling which is weird interesting very weird yeah but we won't go there. Austin, so Austin and Olivia, that's been a little bit of a roller coaster because we heard her say in an interview in the last week or so that they are in real time together and exclusive. But then a source just told us that that is not true. So she definitely said this. I watched, I believe it was entertainment tonight bryce sandler yeah bryce sander and she said they were exclusive i mean i don't think he spliced it to sound like that it wasn't a written article it was an audio i think either she misspoke maybe you know like saying yeah whatever or given the blinds about him not being faithful she wanted a backpedal but the source tells me they are not exclusive i mean is this a relationship made to last she seemed all season and i do not blame her 
to be annoyed by his ongoing thing with Madison. Obviously, she's engaged. He's not over it. I mean, Madison seems like kind of hung up on him too, but, and I don't blame mm-hmm. Olivia. Like, I would not be okay with that. I would not want to get involved, but then like move on. It, it, to me, it seems a case of, and then we just this week watched that he hooked up with Ciara, right? It's like, sometimes he's just not that into you. I mean, Madison, yeah, no, I agree. I And we've we've even gotten tea about him being seen very flirty with girls in Miami and all that. But, you know, I just had this thought about Madison and talking and thinking about Lava kind of having show. Why doesn't Madison get her own show? And it's about the hair salon and the people who come in and like hearing their stories and hearing her like I could I could see her carrying a show. What about Craig and sewing down south? I mean, I have to tell you, my followers have messaged me to ask me to find out names of the guys who work there, because apparently he's got like a lot of cute guys working there. I mean, (laughs) right. And they have that they have that the tap with the beer with Austin's beer. Right. They could do like little meet and greets with him and Austin and then the staff and I I, split it Do Madison. And (laughs) I mean, I don't know why they picked just love his business, maybe a spinoff like showcasing. I don't know. And then, like, you think the people at those businesses don't all hang out. They're all in their 20s. Come on. It's a small town. Everyone tells us that. That is one of the reasons I love shopping in the South is most of the stores, especially in, like, the nicer kind of tourist areas, have bars. Yes. (laughs) You just can drink and shop, which is very smart on their part. Keep shopping for me. Especially when it comes to me. Yeah. I'm I'm a lot more likely to pull the credit card out after a dark and stormy. Yes. Okay, so, all right, this thing really bothered me that Sierra, okay, that he met up and hooked with Sierra because... Because he was annoyed Sierra, Olivia had a date. <laughs> well, yeah, but also, like, I have just, I think I have lost respect for Sierra. I mean, what is it about Austin? Does he have a magical penis? <laughs> like, she goes all the way to Charleston to go sleep on Craig's couch with zero intention of seeing Austin. like, no. And I have to say at this point, I am not blaming Austin. Austin has time and time again proven that a, he will go to his second choice. He will go to his third choice. He's never even quite clear about who his first choice is. And all women involved in this current scenario, there was a point where Sierra may not have known that. She knows right. that now. Olivia clearly knows that. These women that keep going and getting involved with him, this is on them. They're okay with being treated as second best or third. The penis is, it's Matt. It's I, I just, I can't imagine that's true, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it that's getting them back into bed with him? I just, I think some women like to be treated like a piece of shit. Like women like bad guy. I, I mean, not me, but a lot of women do. Come on. We all have those friends when they were younger. Hopefully most of them grew out of it. Not all of them. Yeah. Speaking of um, Taylor, speaking of Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, I really do like, I like her with or without Chep. I just, I like her personality. I think she's very genuine. I think that she gives us good TV. I think she's honest. She seems to be doing, hanging out with him because this week on social, so they did some ad, some shoe ad, and they did some alcohol beverage. And now this may have all been in the works, right? Before Mm -hmm. they split. However, they were in it together. They were laughing in like the Instagram clips that were whatever. Obviously, they're going to be off again, on again. This is going to be their thing. If he's smart, he'll marry her. I I think 
I think she had a very good showing on Watch What Happens Live when she was on with Olivia. I think her really like pushing that, you know, Tom Schwartz being interested and kind of that whole thing. I hope he wakes up and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to find better than this unless he just is a perennial bachelor. But then you can't date somebody steady. Yeah, I don't know. I I loved her on Watch What Happens Live. She was very honest, very open, very genuine. She seems to be doing pretty well. I don't know. I say good for you. Don't don't marry Shep. I mean, there are plenty of other polo shirt wearing fish in the yes sea. there are there are and naomi naomi looked gorgeous and i don't know i i don't always i don't always have time to watch watch what happens live but i really enjoyed watching her and hearing what she had to say and if you guys get a chance watch it because she she just she did great and it makes you just really cheer for her even more and so with naomi on watch what happens live i think that she really wanted to show that she's happy for craig and page i don't believe that was her feeling during filming i'm sorry obviously she can say it was i would do the same she's pulling him to the side it wasn't appropriate i think that at that point she really thought there was a chance she could win him over and after he kind of laid it out in the dining room which funny enough is the same dining room that he said to her, what's wrong with my sewing? And she kind of put him down. I think he had to be strong with her and say like, listen, your opinions and you pulling me to the side, like you don't impact my life. I have a loving girlfriend, cut it out. We're in a group setting. Hey, what's up? We can chat. None of this private talks. We're not hanging out on our own. You know, you left. And he said, you left a loving relationship for a controlling cheater. That's on you. And, you know, he really put the kibosh on it. And I think that she went on Watch What Happens Live. I think that she wrapped it up nice with a bow. She even said, like, when she was saying, give her your coat. She's like, I overdid it. I was overcompensating. You know, she's probably happy for him. I will say I do know that she is dating somebody who's uber rich. He owns the Breakers in Palm Beach. Now, maybe if he signed on to the show, I'd be interested in seeing that. So, yeah, she's she's dating somebody. It's her boyfriend. I don't know how serious, but like I did hear it's her boyfriend. So, well, I think she has looked absolutely gorgeous. I mean, just glowing. So I think, you know, sometimes you just sometimes a a breakup is a great way to kind of shed dead weight. And she she's come out of it just looking looking great. So I want to change topics to what's been going on with Lenny and Lisa from Real Housewives of Miami. So we heard, or we saw, that the mistress has filed a restraining order against Lisa. Apparently, she's claiming that she's getting a lot of mean Instagram messages from various accounts. And she says that it's Lisa behind it and has filed a restraining order. And so a follower sent me this week info from the Miami-Dade court system showing it was approved. I was obviously shocked. But once I posted that, my trusty lawyer followers weighed in and they told me that it's not hard to get a temporary one. And that's what this is. This is a temporary one. She's going to have to go back to court to get a permanent. So basically, temporary injunction was issued. It's a guarantee that a hearing will be held in front of a judge. Lisa will have a chance to respond. And the permanents are much more difficult to obtain. It just appears that there was an extension of time to respond and they're going to be meeting in court on September 12th. You know, I just go back to the nerve, like the nerve of Lenny to allow this. I mean, in the complaint, it only cites Instagram messages. 
And you don't even know if they're from her account, right? So this is going to be hard to prove, but there's no physical threat. The mistress does not even claim that there's any sort of physical threat. Why, other than the fact that this woman wants to be in the news or or embarrass Lisa or whatever it is, what what's the purpose of this? And why is Lenny, this is the mother of his children and she has not threatened her. I'm sorry, sending some trolly Instagram messages, if that's even true, is not a real threat. I'm sorry. What is Lisa going to do? I just think Lenny's a little bitch, honestly. <laughs> yes. Like, he loves the drama and is encouraging the drama and wants to stay in the spotlight as long as possible now that he knows that his spotlight is going away with his divorce to Lisa. So I'm glad to hear you say that the restraining order was just about Instagram. That's a kind of a good thing to hear because with restraining orders... I mean, if it's like a physical restraining order, it can really mess things up for their kids. Like they couldn't be and you know, uh, who is it? Heather McDonald always says like men marry the first wife for love and the second wife for childcare because somebody's got to take care of the kids once they divorce the first yeah. wife. <laughs> you know, if Lenny wants this mistress's help with these kids and they can't all be in the same vicinity, this is just going to really mess things up for the kids if it is a physical one. Hopefully it's just this instagram and then that then that of course is just it's just drama well there's another side to that we remember that he posted that he wasn't kicking his kids out of the house so is his intention to live in that house with his kids and the mistress or whomever he settles down with and just kind of replace mommy and he's trying to go for full custody (sighs) i mean i can't imagine a judge in the world that would go for that i'm just saying a restraining order certainly would help his case I just, I also just want to make this very clear. I do not think that Lisa is behind this. I think there's probably a lot of fans. I mean, look at us. We're totally team Lisa. We're not sending mean Instagram messages, but we're talking about this. And we're, I just called Lenny a little bitch and I just did it again. (laughs) But, you know, like, I don't think that Lisa would do it because her kids are at stake. There is, you know, it doesn't sound like custody has been figured out. It doesn't sound like money has been figured out. I think she's smarter than that. Right. So again, I think it's just drama. I think it's just drama. I think she is a real nasty one. Oh, well, while you were traveling, the big New Jersey wedding went down. So last we chatted, we knew from some trusted sources that Melissa wasn't going to the wedding. Right. So we got that from a reliable source. They proved to be right. That was a cocktails exclusive, guys. Now, we knew there was a blowout, right? The same source told us there was a blowout. We weren't clear on exactly what went down. At the time, the best of our knowledge was that Melissa called out Louie at the finale party, which was at Paul Dolores' boyfriend's house. What we didn't know at the time was Danielle, when they were having that blowout, the new girl, Danielle, actually is the one who said something about the cheating rumor. So at this point, everyone knows the rumor that allegedly Melissa made out with some guy that's a mutual friend of her, that's a friend of her and Joe's, some good looking guy, his pictures circulating around, whatever. Marge's friends, right? This woman, I forget her name, whatever her name is, that's Laura, yeah. that's starting all this Because dr- I want to tell you something about her. Wants yes. to be on the show, who, by the way, mentioned Bravo and Cocktails on a podcast. <laughs> this, oh, she did. A bunch of followers told me. I don't even know which podcast, but whatever. She mentioned She mentioned me. She mentioned our account. You know, she, she really wants in this housewives world. 
<laughs> she so she turned on Marge because she's saying Marge is blocking her from being on the show. So her claim on this podcast or what she's saying in public now, where her statement is that, and I saw it on page six too, was that Marge didn't see Melissa make out with the guy, but Marge told her. So Marge told Laura, the ex-friend of Marge's, that Melissa cheated with some guy, made out with him. Hey, cocktailers, it's Amanda. I know you've heard us talk about Tinsley Allison Designs before, but have you checked out their new stuff? They are making sustainable and unique jewelry by taking parts of bags and luggage and making darling necklaces, earrings, and other beautiful items. I personally have my eye on the necklace that they have made that uses the locking feature from a Louis Vuitton bag. It is so cute, and I love that it's sustainable. The folks at Tinsley Allison Designs are also cocktailers and they want to offer all of us a special deal. So use code BRAVO to get 25% off on anything on the site at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. That's 25% off anything at TinsleyAllisonDesigns.com. Use code BRAVO. And this is just for our cocktailers community. Enjoy. friend Laura said the thing is Marge didn't even believe the rumor she just told Laura like oh this is what people are saying so now do I think right. Marge said this no I, I think this friend is looking to get people to turn on Marge at this point and in any event Teresa now this newest soldier Danielle brought up the rumor at the finale party because let's face it Amanda why is Teresa bring why is Danielle bringing this up Teresa told her to mm-hmm. the same way Teresa right. told the other people to talk about the stripper the same way Teresa told Danielle stop to pull Marge's hair Teresa tells people to do things and like I don't know why but they do it so like this is why mm-hmm. and there's going to be more details we're hearing but they could just be saying that because they want us to tune in but <laughs> this is why Melissa and Joe didn't go to the wedding yeah well and so so i haven't told you this but this laura person something that i think i don't know if the cocktailers know this or if this is something just you and i have talked about we know this laura person this ex-friend of marge's has been reaching out to a lot of like she's reached out to i think us she's reached out to a lot she's because we got those anonymous emails saying that she wants to talk about it but like i think some of our the other accounts She's been reaching out to. I know that she reached out to two teas in a pod, and they said yes, no that was too. so funny. So a lot of people are saying no yes. to her to talk, right? So somebody did say yes, and I apologize because I can't remember the exact name, but it was something like Andy of Real Housewives or something. If we if we find it, I will will credit you in the show notes. I apologize, but he did this YouTube interview with her and yawn it. I, I can see why she didn't make it on the show. She was, at least on camera, boring. I mean, the guy was like pulling answers out of her. Just strange combination to me to be so thirsty because we know she has been trying to get on whatever podcast, whatever show she can to talk about this. But then when you get your chance, like bring right. it. And she was just sitting in this corner and just like would pause and then talking this like kind of monotone thing. And then he would have to like ask follow-up questions. It was it was such a boring interview. And I'm sorry, Andy of Real Housewives, I forget what your name is. I don't think it was your fault. It was her. Right. But I, I just have to say thank you to the producers for not putting her on the show. Because I think she would have just super boring. And I think just hearing what she had to say, she really didn't have much interesting to, to repeat. And it, you pretty much said it all. 
it just seems like she's just super salty about not being on the show and just pissed that Marge couldn't get her on. And now she's going after her anyway. But, you know, we all saw, you know, you know, we've all been talking about before the wedding. Did Teresa get a prenup? Like, what was the deal? You know, Bethany came out and said, said very publicly, Teresa, you need to get a prenup. So this has been in, you know, in the kind of public conversation. What, like, what are your thoughts on that? So I did and I posted it. I get, I get these messages that are very pro Teresa and I know it's a specific, I don't believe it's the person's real name because it's the name of a woman on Goodfellas, on the Goodfellas movie. But in, in the off chance that it is the same name, I don't want to say it, but it's always a pro Teresa. So this person said something saying she did get a prenup. The girls' monies are all in trusts. I hope that's true. I mean, I Good. think that's fantastic news. I hope it's true. So, yeah, I don't know, but this is what we're told. We also got a lot of intel on her former BFF who did not come to the wedding. I mean, she was the maid of honor. There were zero posts congratulating her. Nothing, as a matter of fact, nothing about the wedding. But there were some cryptic posts about cutting people off who are toxic uh, it's interesting. I listened to, so Teresa's having a, coming out with a podcast with somebody I've never heard of. And they did like a couple of minute clip, you know, to intro it. And mm-hmm. the, the host says to her, oh, so what about Dina? And all Teresa says was, Dina, so somebody posted and said, Dina, why all the cryptic messages? And Dina wrote, I always post quotes. Anyone who follows me on a daily basis knows that. So Teresa's response was, well, I heard that she said she always posts quotes. And so, you know, I wish her well. And it's like, okay, if you guys did not have a falling out, that would not be the response. The response would be like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Seeing her next after the honeymoon, we're getting together, whatever it is. If she really didn't want to be filmed, which was the party line. So they had a falling out that that i she's not even like strongly she's not saying it but she's not even trying i guess she can't because she doesn't know if dean is going to come out and be like what is she talking about we fell out right so that that piece of it is known okay but what was it so i get an email we hear the fight was really about one of the daughters i do not know which one confided in the best friend about something, okay, in regards to the fiance, right? When the best friend spoke to the OG about it, what the daughter told her, the OG stopped talking to the best friend. We don't know which kid. It doesn't matter which kid. Right. Was it a general sharing like, you know, he's not who he seems to be? Or was it something specific that they said to her? The OG's camp, again, it's that same email, and you know what I'm talking about, Amanda. We don't want to say the name, but so Mm -hmm. I know it's the OG's camp, sent in an email indicating that, so when I posted that, they tried to spin it, that the BFF did something to one of the daughters. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) She's a mother herself. She's been in these girls' lives their whole lives. That that doesn't make any sense. This signals to me that whatever went down definitely does involve the kids. The BFF was away Mm -hmm. with this couple several times. She knows this guy. She was there when they got engaged. She initially agreed to be the maid of honor, right? So whatever she learned from the daughter or from whomever told it to her, right? Because she learned something was big enough to not only stop her from being the maid of honor and going, but stop her from speaking with the OG. So you can't tell me it's just the girls don't love them. Because this woman's remarried herself. She knows what it is to blend a family. She knows the hurdles Mm -hmm. and the struggles. So 
I don't know what. I don't know what the it is, but it's something. Well, I mean, if if this is true and we've gotten multiple sources saying it's it since a while ago saying it's not anything to do. It's about the kids. It's about the kids. Something happened with kids. If this if this is what happened and one of Teresa's kids went to the BFF and said this and the BFF comes back to Teresa and says, I'm concerned. And Teresa did nothing and married him anyway, then she's effectively choosing and believing or we'll say believing a man with a record Mm -hmm. and lawsuits against him over her own child so i could imagine the bff is like what are you doing like this is crazy and i could see there being a pretty big rift over that apparently apparently Uh, Teresa still does like the posts of the bff's daughter like oh that's cute whatever because followers have sent me so i mean um, hopefully it wasn't anything crazy maybe they just had words and the two of them being stubborn i don't know i don't know i would like to think it was that they were being stubborn and not that it was something so big yeah. that was ignored. Let's but I, I, Let's I, yeah. So anyway, yeah. moving on. <laughs> anyway, so humble brag, we were the first ones to mention Lizzie Savetsky as one of the new Roni reboot ladies. Now that we we have not, it's not been confirmed. But we're hearing a lot of other things kind of coming out saying that this is true. And yes, she is going to be. And if you follow her, which I do now, she is in New York. She just posted this picture, a very cute picture of her kind of in the middle of the street, just saying back where I belong. Mm-hmm. So we got some other names. So that, you know, the pod, it was so funny because the pod came out that morning and people were already reporting on that like before noon and we had only put it in the pod, by the way. Right. And it was coming like right before noon. There were a lot of other people reporting on it. And then we started getting more tea on the rest of the cast being sent in to us. So, you know, nothing's been totally been confirmed, but we've been hearing from multiple sources. And so there's a lot of feeling ways, bit- guys, like I get. So when I post these rumors, like the rumored people start following me on Instagram, their friends start following me on Instagram. Like there's a lot of different, and I know we say this a lot, there's all pieces to this puzzle. And we are comfortable with some of the names. And there's a couple in there that like, I'm really unsure. And contracts have not officially gone out to everyone. People are still, in some cases, hoping it goes through, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So we got an email about this. We did. About BravoCon and what's happening with that. Do you want to I read will. it? I will. So we got some some tea about what's what we can expect at BravoCon. BravoCon exclusive. With BravoCon being back after three years, they're planning to make it big. A lot of announcements of new shows, new cast members, and returning cast members, too. Here's some of what you can expect from that weekend. A View-style talk show with former housewives to be announced. Lisa Vanderpump, Kathy Wakili, and Cynthia Bailey are locked in. Roni Reboot and Roni Legacy official cast announcements. Jersey trailer and debut of the new Housewives. Returning Atlanta Housewife announcement for season 15. Real Housewives of Dallas Reboot announcement. Peacock with only two out of three returning girls. A new Housewife city announced. In parentheses, it says an unexpected city. 
There's a lot more in store regarding former housewives returning to Bravo in various ways and new show concepts that aren't 100% in stone, but they still have two months to confirm all that. Start getting excited. Okay, so a couple things. Top source also says the BravoCon Roni reboot tip that we got an announcement for is true. We posted about the talk show a long time ago on the site. Kathy Kelly wouldn't be on my short list, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Lisa Vanderpump makes complete sense. Absolutely. Cynthia now lives in California. I also think mm. see she would be a great Switzerland type as a moderator. Lisa would bring the classy shade. Wakili's based in New Jersey. I don't think they want to do virtual. I think we all want to leave that world. So is she relocating? Is that name wrong? You know, I, I don't know. I love the idea of Lisa and Cynthia and I don't know who the third I would want, but. Well, there's a very deep talent pool yes. with the housewives, right? And I think it kind of depends. I'm curious about like what the format of the show is going to be. And that's where I would kind of slot different people in, right? Because if it's going to be like, I mean, is this current events when people say view style is, are they talking about Bravo shows? Are they doing kind of like, what are they doing cooking? Right. Like, are they going to flash to like, Kathy in her kitchen and she doesn't even have to be with them? They're like, all right, now we're going to slide over to Kathy and she waves and then we're in her kitchen and she's making cannolis. But I can see Kathy being really good in a certain, you know, like more of a Switzerland or, you know, and, and who knows the thing that I keep thinking about though, is like, Will this impinge on Andy's territory? What about a daytime show, Amanda? Like, Bravo always plays reruns. Why not right. have a daytime show? Like, their core audience, a lot of them are... I, listen, so many people work from home these days, and you can DVR. I know oftentimes I get home and I... Shows that I like during the day, if I'm not home, I'll DVR and watch. But for those folks who are at home working or watching their kids or retired or what the heck ever... Why not have a daytime? I don't think it necessarily has to impinge on Andy's watch what happens live situation. That's true. And think about it, actually, because Ellen's show ended. We don't have Wendy Williams anymore. Right. It feels like there's sort of a hole. I actually I think that's a really interesting theory because there's kind of a hole in in daytime TV. Like who is still even there? Drew Barrymore. I didn't even know that. Um, I'm so honestly, once Wendy went off, I'm like out of the game. I haven't Kelly watched the Carson. view in years. I haven't watched. Yeah. I mean, I daytime TV. I just, I don't have I'm, time. I'm, <laughs> if I'm going to watch anything during the day, which is very, very rare. It's like, if I'm sick, I'm usually catching up on the nighttime TV that I don't have time. Same. To watch. So, Interesting. Back to the Dallas reboot, though, because there's just been so much steady chatter mm -hmm. about Dallas. And then back to the new city, which I want to hear you say it. Winneka. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> 57 <laughs> times about... a charm. Good job. We've been talking about, we you know... Scottsdale, Winnetka. We've been hearing a lot about Nashville. Too. You know, the Dallas thing, I have to say, I keep getting this, right? And I'm going to ride out with it, but none of my sources are confirming it. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I can say. Well, and what's her name? Lizzie Savetsky. We know she tested. We It's publicly known right. that, and published that she tested for Dallas and that they decided they were going to table it for a while. But some of the chatter about Dallas too has said that 
it's not coming back for, a while, right? You know, at least a year. Yeah. So, and the Winneka thing, what makes me think again that this could be true is that Blind said a new show in an unexpected city that is in the same state as where the world's tallest building used to be. Sears Tower. Which, in my mind, is, yeah, I forget what they call it now, but the building formerly <laughs> known as the Sears we're Tower. Such, we're so clearly showing our age. <laughs> what is it called? I don't I know. Don't, I know so little about Chicago. Anyway. Don't make me look stupid. That's probably the only fact that. I know about them. And Deep Dish Pizza. And Home Alone was filmed there. And the hot dogs with chili. <laughs> and how to pronounce Winneka. <laughs> and it's windy and it's windy and it's windy okay so what about this rumor about andy stepping you know down? i saw somebody post this and I, I just i laughed because where did this come from i've heard zero about this and the person was like oh he has two kids i honestly don't remember where i saw it and i'm saying to myself like so do i like people that are middle yeah. age don't stop working because they have kids if anything they look for promotions to make more money if right. he's leaving, it's for something bigger and better, like a, starting a new network or something. He's not. I, I would be a shock to me. Well, there was that rumor that one of the main late night that he was possibly in the running to take over one of the main network late night. Right. So if he were leaving, it would be, I guess my shock is people saying he's like going to retire. If he's leaving, it's to do something else bigger. He's not going to yeah. retire. Yeah, we know he's yeah. not. And we know he started his own production company. We know he's not going to retire and go follow the Grateful Dead full time. With Austin. <laughs> and follow oh, no, John Mayer. He's not going to go on the road with John Mayer. He'd like to. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I, I think Bravo really needs him because he is that centralizing kind of force right. behind the network. Right. And so I would imagine Bravo is going to be fighting hard to keep him. I absolutely agree, Amanda. I totally agree. So, oh, there's this other thing that I told you about. A little birdie told me, and I didn't get many details, that Summer House type show set in Martha's Vineyard, which totally. So they said like Summer House slash Southern Charm. So yeah. set in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> I don't like it. I love it. I, I think that would be a ton of fun. It'll be interesting to see if it's like nightlife type of like people working or if it's just people who like live there. But also I hate when people whatever. send me like bogus emails because like I have questions. Is it filming now? Why wouldn't it be filming this summer? Why would they wait till next summer? Is this in process? We need. So if you're listening, please send me more details, <laughs> even if I have to keep them to myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah right yes. send us pictures <laughs> send us pictures of them filming send us who it is and yeah we need to know more about this yes we need to know more about this i think amanda we should maybe it's time to share our little surprise yes i why don't and i think you should should wrap us up with the announcement so we have some news we have been working on setting up a patreon account more details to come on the official launch date you know we're thinking september obviously let's all get through this summer have some cocktails and then settle into the fall with 
a Patreon account. One of the things cocktailers have been asking for is to get the podcast soon after we record. So that's going to be a priority, right, for our Patreon customers, subscribers, whatever word we use there, <laughs> you're going to get our community. Our community. Yeah, they'll get early access, which is you're great. Gonna our, you're going to get early access. We're also going to have this really cool thing where we use a Discord server and there's going to be like a specific time and we all log on and you can chat with Amanda and I about what's going on in real time. So like maybe during a show, maybe I don't know, Housewives Reunion is on and we hop on before, after, during. And of course, we're going to have super exclusive tea that gets spilled only on Patreon. And, you know, when we did last week's episode, and I hope you guys liked it, it was the Ask Anything and like we dug into the draft folder. We do get so much stuff. And a lot of times I kind of it's busy. <laughs> I forget mm -hmm. to post it. And there are some days I get so much that I totally forget. So now I'm going to make sure that I am giving it all. And I'm going to give some of that to just our cocktailers who are kind enough to subscribe. As you guys know, podcasts are not free, right? Amanda and I are coming out of pocket to pay for editing and all of that sort of thing. So this is hopefully a way that we can improve upon our podcast by having the funds to get editors that get it to us quicker and that sort of thing. So yeah, that's the scoop. And we hope you guys are as excited as we are to check it out. We're excited. It's going to be a whole nother level of access too. where, I mean, you can talk to us real time. So Discord for anybody who doesn't know it, because I honestly thought it was just for people who are like video game people. No, it's a place where, you know, only the people in the community can be. So nobody else can see what we're chatting about and you'll get direct access. We'll be on there live chatting with you guys. So you can ask us questions there will be opportunities to vote and talk about, you know, tell us kind of what you guys want to hear more. Maybe we can even go like a little bit deeper dive on some topics that we just run out of time for. So and I'm a blurter by nature. Like I just blurt things out. So like I know you guys have experienced it on <laughs> the podcast when emails come <laughs> in and I just cut Amanda off totally off topic and read them. I will certainly be doing that on Discord as well. So, yeah, I think it'll be a fun space and it's a space for like, you know, the real deal fans to really hang out so yeah yeah so more on that soon guys thank you so much for listening we we so appreciate we're seeing you guys give feedback on the podcast and we we are reading it and we are listening and we are we are definitely you know I think everyone's saying our sound is better. We've really made a concerted effort to do that after getting the feedback that it wasn't. So thank you. Tell your friends. We are here spilling the tea for everybody for celebrity gossip for... Oh, Amanda, you know, real quickly. Oh, no. Oh, what? <laughs> I totally forgot. This is going to be eight, good. <laughs> Whatever it is. blind <laughs> with the lawsuit at Take Her Out. Guys, Take Her Out. I just reposted oh, yeah. it today. I will repost it when this goes live. Yeah. Angelina and Brad, apparently. Cha-ching. Cocktailers. Yep, you heard it here Cocktailers. first, guys. We knew this. But yeah, that's in the comments, and we couldn't say it then because... 
you know why. But we could say it now. So yeah, another another yeah, win for cocktails and gossip. Yes. Okay. So skiing in Huntington Beach, did you want to keep that for... I, I would totally... I was going to actually tell you, skiing in Huntington Beach, you want to do that in Patreon or what do you want to do? Yeah, I guess we'll just have to go on to that. Okay, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Patreon this week. So we have been sharing just... We have been saving... Just for you, a piece of very exclusive tea about Southern Charm. Okay, guys, here it goes. This returning Southern Charm star had a super sloppy company breakup. It's pretty bad. Her and her partner were best friends. They did everything together. Like the partner was the quote unquote employee partner. She did most of the work. So their friend group was completely blindsided. This Southern Charm star locked, changed the locks in the middle of the night and claimed they weren't real partners, like real shady shit. No one can find the documents, but the friend, the outs partner, when we say the friend, says she has it in text messages. Some things, though, have to be in writing and signed, so the partner may be screwed. Friends of the Southern Charmer just don't see the angle. They were fine. Apparently, it was a total blindside. People have said it might be, be it might be because of the Southern Charmer's boyfriend. They think maybe she embellished or lied to the boyfriend about their agreement, and when he heard her side of the story, he instructed her on what to do. They don't think it was his fault, but it's messy and sloppy, and no one knows why the Southern Charm star did it. Could be a big piece we don't know about. But all of the friend group is confused. So. Who is this about? <laughs> Who do we think? Are we saying it? Well, I mean, let's talk about it. Because I think... I think it's Naomi. I, I only... And I and I don't mean to be rude, but I haven't really kept... Other than her breakup, I haven't really... Until she came back to the show. But a lot of my followers have. And they're like, what happened to her partner? So I guess it's that clothing right. business. I'm guessing. I don't know of another business. And yeah, apparently she just outs this person. This is this is what the streets of Charleston are saying. Because I have to tell you what I just read is a compilation of about six different sources, all Charleston residents, some friends, some uh-huh. just whatever. And again, there's two sides to every story. But as things stand, we do know. And if she were not at fault, why wouldn't she address it since she's the one with the public platform? That's true. I, you know, as you were reading it, the only other person I thought it could be was Madison because Madison started a business in the last, I want to say maybe in 2020. It could be. And is she still buddy, buddy with that girl? She started, cause I don't, I've blocked Madison when I got right. shut down because I was nervous. She was one of the people telling on me, which I don't think she was. I should unblock her, but is she still buddy, buddy with the blonde girl that was like in a salon with her? she started the business with oh. right so i don't know and i actually haven't seen if like what i, I assume naomi because going i had been business. asked about naomi but certainly yeah. madison is another one it could be it could be we have to well, look into that know, let us know <laughs> we'll talk about this yeah let's talk about it on patreon in the comments and we can get everybody i know you guys are gonna help us figure out and get down to more details so i also want to share one other thing i almost hesitate to bring this up because it's so but we absurd. have to but, but <laughs> we have to because i think there's actually an interesting angle 
to discuss that you guys will see here in a minute. So you guys know that we've been getting these emails about Jax and someone breaking a sink in a public restaurant. Well, we've been and they you... know that we've been getting a lot of Jax stuff. I don't think we've I don't right. think we've mentioned the, the sink. I think we were saving it for our cocktailers who came on Patreon because we thought that they would get a kick out of it. Okay, so you're right. And sometimes I forget because we get the emails and I read them and I can't remember what we posted and what we haven't. So that's that's my fault. But we've been getting a lot of stuff about Jax. And we talked a few weeks ago on the pod about my wild theory that it's actually Jax and Brittany mm. sending all this stuff in. Because <laughs> even bad publicity is better than no publicity. And Amen. It sounds like they might need it. But let's read this emails and discuss and keep Keep in mind when you're listening, listen to the pronouns and when there's names, because in some cases there are just there are not names named. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay, so I'll read a couple from sex worker. Email is quickies at gmail.com. Subject VPR bathroom stall hookup. One of the VPR stars pays escorts to hide in the men's restroom at the gym and movie theaters, etc. in a certain stall so Blank can go on dates with his wife and cheat discreetly. So this is weird because this isn't about Jax and Britt. Now, do we think he's paying escorts while they're out to dinner? Like, it's about Jax, but she's not meeting him. In the- Okay, so I'm going to read the next one. No, I'm saying, what? no, maybe he's going to the movies with his wife and then going and screwing somebody in the bathroom. Right. Is what I, the way I read the email. And the reason I, I got know. confused is because the next one, I'll read it quickly. Subject, Jax yes. Taylor in a bathroom stall. Guys, we got multiple. <laughs> I yes. saw who I think was Jax and his wife in the family Target bathroom. Heard a loud noise, and I went in after to see what happened, and the sink was broke. So that's why I got, so the previous one is saying that he hides escorts in the men's restroom. Now, are women hiding in the men's restroom or men hiding in the men's restroom? We don't know. It doesn't we say. Don't know. And this one's saying they're in the family restroom. So if you guys are familiar, like there's generally family restrooms where the whole family can go in and, you know, change the baby and whatever. So they're saying the family target bathroom the sink was broken. I mean, I think it's possible that he would have a bathroom fetish. <laughs> like, God. but it's so strange that we're getting these emails back to back because this week it just was a lot of this. And also the comments on another post. So I posted something. I forget if it was even about a Vanderpump Rules person. And the there was comments left where the person mentioned Jack breaking a bathroom sink. So like, why would a random care to keep bringing this up? Could it be Brittany and Jack's looking for their name to be Vanderpump Rules is filming. They are no longer being talked about. Is this their way of getting us to look at their Instagram, to look at whatever they're selling, to make them a focal point again, even if it's a very unflattering? Yeah. Or maybe somebody's just trolling Jack. Right. That's another option. (laughs) Okay. Here's one that you didn't post. So total Patreon exclusive, guys. It was very, very left field. But maybe there's some sort of connection that we miss. You guys can help us figure out. So we got an email about Jax and Julia Fox. I'm going to read it. It's from, we won't say who, because it looks like a real person. Subject, Julia Fox and Jax Taylor. They have been bonding over being parents. Jax finds her titillating and exciting and has asked for pics of her feet in exchange for Bravo memorabilia. 
She is a huge VPR fan. Okay, so are her feet going to be on a sink? <laughs> what is the connect? Are we missing something? And cocktailers, is there a connection? Do we not know about? Do Julia Fox and Jax like back in his modeling days do an ad together? Do they know each other? Do they even follow each other on Instagram? Like, what's happening? I don't. I don't know. Then we got this other email. Again, from a person's name, we won't say because I think it was a real name and person's email. Subject, husband fixed a sink Jack's broke. <laughs> My husband is a plumber for Target Corporation. He had to drive to the south side of LA to fix a sink where it is said Jack's from Bravo during naughty times, broke during naughty times with his woman. One of the employees said he is a regular there. I can't. But did you guys notice that with his woman? So that means Brittany. And well, is it Brittany? Why wouldn't he just say with his wife? And why, why are they in like Target? A couple of these. <laughs> why are they in the bathroom? Like if you're married, even if you're kinky, right? Target, it's not sanitary. Just, just, just start no. there. Yeah. I... And also, it would be more believable if it were like a restaurant where like you get a little cocktailed up and then you do that. But like you're sober in Target, like stone. You might have a little a little caffeine buzz from your Starbucks, but you're otherwise sober. <laughs> is anybody else like sharing any of this or is this is this? I us? have not heard of this. So, OK, so maybe it is somebody Maybe it is somebody trolling. You guys have to tell us, like, is this something you have witnessed? Is there anything? Is the VPR star who hires escorts, is this even about him? Right. We, we don't, don't know because it didn't name names. Oh, that's true. We have to discuss we, this. We kind yeah. of just assumed it was about him, but we don't know that. So who else would it we be? Don't. Who else is in a re- oh, is in a relationship that would hide... Somebody in the men's married. Does it say married? What does it say relationship? Uh, Doesn't it say wife? Hold on. We're confusing ourselves, guys. Because I was going to say. It said one of the VPR stars pays to escorts to hide in the men's restroom at the gym, movies, etc. In a certain stall so he can go on dates with his wife and cheat discreetly. So wife. So, I mean, Ariana I and Tom have been together a long time. People could assume that it's his wife. That could be. Because the only other person could be Jackson and Brittany. Yeah, because Tom and Katie are They're not no longer married. married anymore. Brock is not married to Sheena oh, yet. Oh, but people, they've been engaged a long time. People could, that, that could, could be. be. That could be. I don't know. I guess the true tell will be is if Sheena talks about this on her podcast. <laughs> the gym might be a Brock hint. The first thing they said was restroom at the gym. And yeah. he's a big gym goer. I don't wouldn't say Sandoval and certainly not Jax are big gym goers. <laughs> I think Jax was a big oh, gym ha- goer, though. Remember? He was, but now he pretends to go on his Peloton or whatever machine he's hawking. Isn't he doing like the better body fitness yeah. with that fake bike? I don't know. I'm not really watching him anymore. (laughs) Well, and some of the best of us are. So thank you guys on Patreon. Let's discuss discuss this this when we do Discord too. We will chat about this because as always, you guys oftentimes put it together quicker than Amanda and I do. 
And just a little reminder, anything we share on Patreon, please don't share it outside because that's going to be part of what makes this community more valuable is this is, you know, our kind of conversations that we have that people who are not in this community are not privy. Right. It's an exclusive club. And if people want in, they have to pay for it just like you did. (laughs) You guys are the best. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. Love you guys. guys so much for listening just want to ask you guys a favor just getting kicked off so many people have been asking us to do this podcast so please do subscribe and if you've subscribed go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends but only friends who like good tea because the ones who don't care about tea then like forget them and don't forget find us on instagram at bravo and cocktails underscore And check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.